Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Sometimes life is just pressure, pressure, pressure. Job 42 verses 1 through 6. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You asked, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I will question you, and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I abhor myself and repent in ashes. Have you ever gone through a rough situation? Have you ever been pressed down with the weight of life's challenges? Have you ever been suffering for a long time with no apparent help in sight? Have you ever been through a period of difficulty that you just couldn't understand? Have you ever been hurt beyond description? Have you ever been, ever been stretched to your last bit of strength? Have you ever been crushed and abandoned by the very people you expected to be your greatest support? Job had, the, had been through all of these. He went from a state of being the most prosperous man in the East to losing everything, his wealth, his family, his health. This baffled him greatly. He expected that his life of uprightness would bring only good fortune to him. His friends thought it strange too. They thought if so many adversities were coming his way, it must have been as a result of some hanky-panky thing he was doing. They urged him to repent and to confess his, his errors. Job was not guilty of any such thing. But tried as they might to pin something on him, Job was clean in God's sight. But in this passage, Job said, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. What was Job repenting of? Was he repenting of the sort of sins that his friends were accusing him of? No, he was repenting of the wrong thoughts he was thinking about God. His wrong perception caused him to misinterpret all that he was experiencing. Sometimes we too cherish wrong thoughts about God when we are assailed by the storms of life. We sometimes accuse God of dealing too harshly with us. We accuse him of punishing us beyond measure. We accuse him of turning his back on us, of not loving or caring about us. Job also said, I have heard of you by the, ear, by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. He did not have a physical manifestation of God's presence. What he meant was that through his most difficult experiences, he is now seeing, understanding God in a whole new light. Previously, his relationship with, with God was based on all that he heard and have been taught. But now he knows God on another level. On another level. Our hurtful, horrid, and haunting experiences can be a means by which we learn to see and know God for ourselves. 
They can be a means by which we learn to understand him better and even learn to love him more. The experience that brought so much misery to Job, so much pain and so much loss was, has ultimately helped him to get a brand new revelation of God, one that would change his life forever. What are you going through right now? Disappointments? Rejections? Persecutions? Betrayals? Abandonment? Are you grieving, your, grieving in your spirit? Is your heart broken in pieces? Maybe this experience of yours is leading you to a new revelation of God. We need to have a new perception of the difficulties we face from time to time. We need to, instead of being consumed with ourselves in our struggles, focus on God. Open our heart to receive Him more and to know Him better. It is through our deepest hurt and at our darkest moments we see the strongest and brightest manifestations of God's amazing grace. If we cherish the wrong attitudes, the wrong perceptions in our trials, we will rob ourselves of life-changing revelations of God and wonderful manifestations of His grace. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James 1 verses 2 through 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are, being, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have, grieved, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes. Though it is tested by, by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. God cares about all that we are going through. And if we have our hearts surrendered to him, he works all things for our good. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose. From this verse we can understand that not only good things will happen to us, sometimes life will kick us in the faces and crush us like paper. But whatever happens in our lives, God will always work it out for our good. Another vital lesson from Job's scenario is the fact that it was after he interceded for his friends, according to God's instructions, that his circumstances changed. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Job 42 verse 10. When we are going through our crucibles, it is very easy to become so self-consumed, totally caught up with ourselves, our own feelings and pain, our own dis disappointments and betrayals, and we allow this to cause us to lose faith, to lose sight of the needs of others.
But if in our pain we are still ministering to the needs of others, if in the midst of our grief we are still focused on reaching out to the sorrowing, the hurting, and, and the erring, we'd be of a truth practicing the divine nature. That always works for our own well-being. Doing that out of a pure love, out of pure love, opens for us the flow of perpetual mercy and grace. Do you want God to impart his grace to you? That will enable you to maintain the right attitude in your troubles? Do you want to have the right perception as you face life's trials? Do you want to have your heart filled with the love of God so that you can reach out to others even in your pain? Do you want to help? Do you want God to help you not to be self-centered as you as you as you are burdened under life's pressures? Why not let us pray about it today? Loving Lord and Father, help us your children as we go through the difficulties of life to have the right perception, the right perspective as it relates to the struggles that we go through. Because every difficulty is an opportunity of is, a, is an opportunity opportunity to learn more of your goodness to 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 to, to witness more manifestation of your grace and power father help us as we face life's problems not to be self-centered and, and filled with self-pity but help us oh god to reach out to you in faith recognizing, understanding that according to your word, everything will work for our good because we, are, we, we, are, we, are, we have been called according to your purpose. Help us, O oh Lord, to not just be focused on our own selves, our own feelings, but also be focused on others and the needs of others. And even in our misery, even in our, in our troubles, in our struggles, Help us to have the heart to be looking out and reaching out to help others. Truly, Lord, give us a heart like Jesus. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters.